Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. We have a special treat today from New Zealand. Captain Festus McBoyle joins us. Finally, a pirate on the show. Welcome. Hello. Lovely to, lovely to chat with you. Thank you for having me. You got it. So tell us, uh, tell us all about Captain Festus McBoyle. How, how did you develop the character? What's kind of been your career trajectory with that? Well, Captain, Captain Festus McBoyle is a crazy old pirate. And I guess we are um, not on my own. Uh, currently, I have the lovely wife, Miss Lucy Drawls, who is the captain's partner in Grime. And then I have a guitarist called Mr. Ebenezer Strong, who is the strongest man in the world. He's the old uh, 1920s style, maybe even earlier, strong man with the uh, asymmetrical leopard skin. Um, yeah, like outfit. And he plays a mean guitar, that man. Does a good slide on his knees across the stage, I have to say. So that's pretty much us in three pieces. We're a vaudeville musical comedy show. We travel all over New Zealand, parts of Australia. Uh, currently signed to Modern Sky in China uh, as one of eight artists um, selected handpicked from around the world, which is quite a privilege. Um, so, yeah, we, we are we're a live rock and roll spectacle, basically. We have a lot of fun doing what we do. We're not your usual sugary, lots of uh, hand flappy, waving, smiley faces, but we have a lot of giggles and a lot of laughs. And... Uh, we tend to be very real and very uh, true to who we are as people and true to who we are as artists. Um, there's something in our music for everybody. And the show is hilarious. It's, uh, there's lots of comedy in there. Some of the comedy is over the heads of the kids like the high seas. So there's lots of giggles in there for parents as well. And we believe it's really important that parents have to endure a kid's show. There has to be something in there that they enjoy as well. It's about celebrating family, diversity and difference and embracing the fact that it's okay to be a tall poppy. That's our core ethos. Be yourself. Stand tall. Be strong. Be proud. And have a giggle. Life's short. Enjoy it while you're here. Yeah, it's definitely a common theme, um, I think, among the kindy community is making music that the kids love, but that their parents like also. Exactly. It's very important. So how did you develop the character? What, yeah, what was kind of your inspiration? Well, I mean, my, my background is I come from rock bands. I've been writing original music and been in rock bands since I was, I didn't start late in music till I was 20 because I was too shy and I never really moved in those circles. So I didn't start till I was 20. And I, um, I played predominantly um, in rock bands, started off playing drums, 
And then I moved into singing, which was my main passion. But I was really embarrassed to sing when I was young. And I used to sing with my back to people because I was too embarrassed. So um, I got over that and then decided to sing in rock bands. And I did that for a long time. Um, and then I got to the point where I was, I was working with children. Um, <clears throat> I've worked with kids over the years in schools and um, special needs facilities and stuff. And I started writing little songs for kids. And um, being rather an unusual oddball sort of character myself, I, I tended to attract the rather eccentric kids most of those places and we started forming little bands and little poetry groups and crazy theater stuff and um so it stemmed from there writing songs with kids and i thought well actually i could do this for a living and um so i formed this crazy pirate character people have always thought i was a bit of a pirate and my 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 friend at the time created a costume for me and i started wearing that and um i started playing i got i got uh, a gig booked at the local community center and I was thrown into a, a room full of 50 kids with just me and a guitar and a ukulele. And it stemmed from there. Um, and then I met various other um, people who played guitar who were equally as, as mad as me. And I mean, I mean mad in a nice way. And we started uh, doing two-piece shows. And uh, the next thing, we were booked for a theatre show. Um, so we've always, I mean, our show doesn't really have a, a formula. It has a beginning and an end. And uh, everything in between is a complete unknown. It's, it's all on the whim of the captain. So uh, we have a catalogue of 50 songs. Um, so we just pull songs from that group. We feed off what people say to us, how they react, how they respond. We just find songs that, that basically I just pick a song and go, right, we're doing that one. And they all go, okay. And they do it. So um, it's, it's really integral for us to be really well rehearsed because it does get quite chaotic. And it literally flies by the seat of its pants, um, but all in a good way. Um, yeah, so just the beginning and an end. It's, it's, it's complete chaos, everything in the middle. But um, it generally pans out quite well. Uh, and that keeps it excited and exciting. And it keeps it very much every show is completely different. So we could do three shows in the same venue on the same day. And every show will be completely different. It's, um, yeah, so that's part of what we love to do is just keep it really fresh and really organic and pull out the most weirdest and wonderful things that seems appropriate at any given moment. What's the, touring, works. what's the touring scene like in New Zealand and Australia? There isn't really a touring scene at all. Okay, I mean, you can, you can play kindergartens, you can play schools. Then obviously it comes from an educational angle, uh, which we've done through New Zealand histor history, uh, historical storytelling. And uh, we've traced our getting to New Zealand through um, actually originating from England and coming out on the original um, immigrant boats to New Zealand. So we tie in our story with that. That's how we got to New Zealand. Um, so we've, yeah, we, we do we do the odd kindy and the odd um, school show, but our focus, I guess, for us, there isn't really a scene. Everything's cold calling. Everything's basically approaching every person individually. So it's a lot of work. So for us, we've taken a different route. We we are targeting big festivals and theatres around the country. So we're looking at the bigger events. Um, so I mean, for us, we've played everything from shows to from sixteen thousand people. Big, huge, multi-genre events is kind of the sort of thing we target. Um, and so, yeah, so for us, we, we're just basically, it's me, cold calling and establishing relationships with people. And um, once we get in, then we're taken seriously. And then they see the quality of what we do. And um, it leads to good word of mouth being spread around and more festivals, more events, more theatres. Um, so we kind of let, we let, let what we do do the talking. But obviously it's a bit of a... Yeah, it's always an interesting one trying to negotiate playing in a festival when no one's heard of you. Um, 
but over the years <laughs> through trial and error i've got quite good at that and i and i i sell our product or our art quite well i think um we do quite well now so there's not much we haven't really played in new zealand um we were supposed to be actually this is the thing we, we we've kind of done what we could do here um but being signed by china we we're supposed to have been on our second tour of china so um that was all fully paid for you know a few weeks away in china touring around different festivals um which was going to be great but of course covid stopped that and then we got offered a, a european tour which was about four weeks traveling all around europe playing kid, big kids festivals over there of course that's been you know fallen yeah. over because of covid as well so so we had um we yeah we, we've started to focus our product further afield around the world um we've got quite a good following with the pirate community in america um because there's a big reenactment thing over there um and we've kind of tied into that world and the whole musical comedy novelty music sort of angle because um our music is very broad it, it targets equally kids as it does to adults it's very uh, monty python i guess spike milligan roald dahl um which i think a lot of us at our age can can resonate with you know so we've got quite a broad appeal. So we've, we've started to push overseas and, and target specific markets, steampunk, pirate fraternity, renaissance kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and there seems to be a really good market for that. So, um, yeah, we're kind of, we just keep throwing our line out and see what comes back in, you know. Yeah, um, but we thought we, had, we thought we had it sorted. We thought we were going to be going overseas for some pretty big festivals and tours. But, um, of course, COVID's kind of stopped that. So the, the focus now has kind of changed again. You see, I have no plan B. If I don't do this, I don't know what I'll do. I mean, I've, I've done lots of things in my life, and I got to the point at 40 where I thought, I really don't want to do a full-time job. I don't want a normal existence. I want to do music and stick to my guns. And I've been doing that for a long time now, and it feels good to be doing that. It's a bit of an unknown sometimes financially, but we're, we seem to have someone looking after us. And... Um, we keep coming through, you know, things keep opening up and yeah, when things get tight, something comes through and it's a good payer. So um, yeah, someone's keeping an eye out for us and uh, we just keep doing what we do. Yeah, no, you're I can't song... remember what the question was, but you know, oh, as I said, I'll ramble all day, you know, it's me. <laughs> no, I'm you, in my man cave, I'm happy as, and I've got my cup of tea and um, I'm, happy, I'm a happy man right now. Yeah, no, you've got great look and great songs. And I was actually going to make that Monty Python analogy after listening to some of your stuff. It did remind me of that a little bit oh excellent thank you yep yeah we've been com compared to um sometimes benny hill which is a mixed emotion i mean i did, i grew up with benny hill but you, know, you either like him or you don't and he's a bit dated but i like that song was it um ernie the fastest milkman in the west you remember that one i do and, uh, I, and I, I love like benny hill lonnie donegan. do you know lonnie donegan leave your chewing gum on the bedpost overnight yes yeah yep, I, i've heard that song again. Compared to Lonnie Donegan quite a bit too. And also the goons, the old English, um, wasn't that um, Harry Seacombe, Peter Sellers. So I kind of grew up in that era. So um, it's kind of, it's in my blood really. My grandparents used to listen to that sort of music. So it kind of infiltrated me from a very early age. And I like Roald Dahl because he's kind of a little bit dark, but kind of very accessible as well, which I like that. <laughs> yeah. So as a very visual artist and kind of getting back to the, the topic of COVID here, um, did you really make a transition to online video creation or how, how did you kind of pull through all that? Which, which it sounds like you're well, still in kind of. Yeah, well, um, we are. We're still in lockdown. We're in our fourth week. Um, probably got another couple of weeks at least, I'd say. 
Um, cases are dropping, but it's looking better. We'll probably go into level three. Auckland is locked down. The rest of the country is out now uh, into level two, I believe. Um, so it's a bit different for the rest of the country. But Auckland, we're still in our caves, so to speak. Um, what did we do? Well, I started writing kids' books. Most of my songs oh, can be uh, are pretty much stories anyway. They all start off, a lot of them as poems. So then they have music put to them. And I changed the phrasing to work with music. So a lot of those songs are already books in theory, if not poems. So I've been writing books. I've, I've written a couple of books this lockdown. I wrote one, the previous one. Um, and yeah, digital content is, I'm sitting in our permanent location at home now, which is Festus's um, tent, the little room you get thrown out to when he upsets the life. And uh, yeah, I'll sit out here with my cup of tea and I'm actually quite happy. It's good. So um, yeah, we've, we've been doing digital content from here. I'm not big on live streaming. Um, there's so many people doing it. And um, if you're going to do it, it's got to be, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it's very stripped back. So I kind of struggle with that a little bit. Um, I'd probably put a little, I've tried a few live streams and they work quite well. I've done them more so for festivals, uh, an American pirate festival over your way and an English pirate festival. So I've been, targeting those live streams for bigger events which in turn helps us because more people find out about what we do and Festus Solo is a very different dynamic from Festus as the, as the theatre troupe you know it's, it's not quite as grand it's still cheeky and it's still still fun but I like having my gang around me it's quite good you know we bounce off each other a lot and it's it's very spontaneous and um yeah I mean I I, I, I play instruments to write I'm not big on playing instruments live. Uh, I find that quite stressful. Um, and I'd much rather be able to flail around like a, a wobbly old pirate and just use my mouth because my mouth doesn't stop. It just keeps going. So it's a lot easier for me. So, yeah, live streams, books, you know, a bit of everything, really. Just keep going. You find a way, don't you? Definitely. All right. Are you ready to get into a song? I am. This episode's song is called Bubble. What inspired the song Bubble? What inspired the song Bubble? My, my daughter, Awa, who plays Chalky in the video. Um, we, were, it was, we were in lockdown, uh, our first lockdown, which I think was six weeks. And it was a little song that came out of lockdown, me singing with my ukulele into an iPhone. And we had no way of recording anything. Um, the lyrics became, I guess questions that she asked us it was written through the eyes of a seven-year-old the things that during lockdown what kids go through what questions they have what things they notice so it was um yeah it was it was a very different song for for me i'd never written a song like that before and most of our songs are really humorous and jovial and silly whereas bubble was a was was a very yeah it was quite was quite deep i suppose through the eyes of a seven-year-old and how kids de deal with COVID and lockdown emotionally and questions they have for their parents. So it was, um, yeah, it's probably my most serious song. But the beautiful thing about it was that it was that number eight wire mentality where we had no way of recording it. So we recorded it straight, one take, into an iPhone. And then it was sent to the studio I use, which is um, Show Pony Studios in Auckland, a uh, chap called Amos Clark. And he restored the tracks off of the phone and we used the original iPhone tracks to produce the, the actual song itself. And all the other tracks were recorded on iPhone as well. And then they were restored the same way and put back together as the song. So it was a really interesting way to work. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And um, also, 
quite challenging. Lots of emails backwards and forwards, trying to listen to it and changing little bits here and there. So it was, it was a, it was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't quite as easy as doing it in a studio where you could sit down together. But it was a great exercise in communicating, communicating, and a great way to keep connected with people who I work with and who I am friends with. So it was yeah. a great exercise. Yeah. No, this is one of the more poignant songs about COVID and the lockdown that that I've heard. Yeah, I, I was, well, I was cool quite thing, taken with this one. Thank you. The cool thing that's happening at the moment is I'm shopping the song out around the world um, to various artists from all over the place, and and I've put it out to them to try and record it in their own languages because I think it's a pretty much a universal song. Everybody can mm -hmm. resonate with it. We've all been through lockdown and we've all shared the emotions of being together in a small space for a long period of time. It is a challenge at times. Um, so I've shared it out to um, Spain, Germany, France. Um, I'm hoping to do a Māori version, our um, tangata whenua, our you know, local people. Um, so, yeah, that's it's an interesting, it's quite an exciting uh, prospect, getting different versions coming back in in different languages. And then my plan is to actually have a video where we can potentially all sync the song together, but have little bits in English and German and French and Austrian Danish, you know, so, so it'll be a, a collective video of all uniting all the kindy artists from around the world. So, um, yeah, that's something that's I'm working on at the moment um, alongside a chap called um, Colin from uh, Kuiken Radio. Have you heard of him? He's in Switzerland. No, I haven't. Sam Smiler. Yeah, you should check him out. It's a really good. Actually, um, yes. Now that you say the name, I have heard. Yeah, Sam Smiler. Yeah, well, he's he's connected to me with some of the European artists that he knows from around his way. And uh, so he's kind of helping me reach out and um, see what comes back. I'm working with um, Mariano Pose at the moment, who's in Spain, I believe. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's um, been around for a long time. He's, he's a pretty cool chap. So he's doing a Spanish version at the moment, which is uh, quite exciting. Yeah. Well, that sounds really, really amazing. <laughs> Best of luck with that project. I, I really hope it comes together. Thank you. All right. Well, I mean, it's 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 reaching out and seeing what comes back again. You know, I mean, it's but it's a nice way of actually just seeing what other top types of music are out there, and it's a way of kindy artists uniting and coming together. I think it's important. Very true on, on a universal mm. topic of of the times. Mm. All right. Well, let's play the song. Here is "Bubble" by Captain Festus Pipoil. There's food in the cupboards, it seems. Well, that's good. Thinking of playgrounds in my dreams. Yeah, I miss those days. Back in the classroom, thanks to Zoom. Yeah, well, that bit's still a bit weird, but it'll keep getting better, I'm sure. Am I the only kid in the room who feels that? Down, safe in a bubble, la 
That was Bubble by Captain Festus McBoyle. All right, Captain Festus, tell everyone where they can stream and download that song and where they can find you on social media. Okay, I would go to the uh, website. I think that's the best way, captainfestus.com. Obviously, that song has a video, which won Best New Zealand Kids Video here in New Zealand. Uh, it also has a documentary about what lockdown life was like in New Zealand. So there's two things you can watch. So you can check us out on YouTube. Music is available on Spotify, most digital platforms. Um, but the website reach all our social media platforms from that website. So all our Facebook and everything is all available from there as well. But um, yeah, YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, it's all on the website. Do check it out and do subscribe and join our channels if you can, because that's really helpful for us. Definitely. All right. And once again, best of luck with pulling that project together. It sounds great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you never know. Got to try these things eh, and see what comes back. Yep. All right. Thank you so much for doing the show. It's been an absolute pleasure.
Uh, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure and lovely to um, chat with you. Look forward to uh, chatting with you again soon. All Take right. care, everybody.